This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we're going to be continuing our walk through the book of Galatians, and I'll be reading chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. And as always, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free, and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Listen, I, Paul, tell you this. If you're counting on circumcision to make you right with God, then Christ will be of no benefit to you. I'll say it again. If you're trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey every regulation in the whole law of Moses. For if you're trying to make yourselves right with God by keeping the law, you've been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. But we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive by faith the righteousness God has promised to us. For when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit in being circumcised or being uncircumcised. What is important is faith expressing itself in love. You are running the race so well. Who has held you back from following the truth? It certainly isn't God, for he is the one who called you to freedom. This false teaching is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough. I'm trusting the Lord to keep you from believing false teachings. God will judge that person, whoever he is, who has been confusing you. Dear brothers and sisters, if I were still preaching that you must be circumcised, as some say I do, why am I still being persecuted? If I were no longer preaching salvation through the cross of Christ, no one would be offended. I just wish that those troublemakers who want to mutilate you by circumcision would mutilate themselves. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you're always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. You see, that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to love one another. As it says here, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, how do you want to be treated? Of course, all of us want to say that I want to be treated well. I want to be treated with respect and love. Well, that's all nice. But how are you treating others? If that's the way you want to be treated, then treat others that way. Treat them with love. Treat them with honor. Treat them with respect. And you'll get that in return. You see, when God tells us to love one another, he's not saying something he wouldn't do himself. You see, God loved you so much that he gave his only son for you. And he didn't just give him for you. He died on a cross. It was a horrible, terrible, long, drawn-out death. It wasn't quick by any means. And he did this because he loves you. So when God asks you to love your neighbor as yourself, he truly wants you to love one another. Now, what does that look like for us? Well, that means meeting people where they're at and meeting their needs. For some of us, it's holding the door open for somebody who needs it. That's showing love instead of slamming it in somebody's face. If you see somebody with a need, maybe they're uh, rifling through pennies trying to make a payment that they might not have enough money for at the store. That's paying for that. You see, that might be just as a pure gesture if you're driving or at Starbucks buying the coffee for the person behind you. 
I know I've done that and people have done it for me and it's made me feel great. It's made me feel loved. Maybe it's seeing that person on the side of the road who has a need, who's homeless, who needs a meal. Maybe that's stopping by McDonald's or Burger King or whatever that may be, getting them an extra value meal and handing it to them. Or maybe it's just seeing that empty box that says, hey, we need winter coats for people who don't have them and taking your old winter coats and giving it to them. Or maybe it's that Salvation Army red tin, as we all see in the Jewel, Dominic's, Kroger, Ralph's, wherever you're listening to this, and putting a couple bucks in there. That's loving your neighbor. You see, that's loving our neighbor as ourselves. That's doing what's right. That's treating others with respect and honor and dignity. And that's what Christ would do for us. And that's what we should do for each other. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for all you've done for us, the way the ways that you've shown us love. God, you've been a fantastic example of that. And God, so often we fall short of what it means to truly love each other and our neighbor. God, give us the opportunities to show love to others. God, present people in our lives that we need to show love to. Maybe it's a tough conversation we need to have. Maybe it's a serving opportunity that we need to give to somebody. God, whatever it may be, Give us the courage, give us the desire to show love to one another, just as you showed to us. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember, you're a love child of God, and how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.